in procurement, program and control. I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Oh, yeah, I'm a businessman, yes, I'm an entrepreneur. Good afternoon, everyone. This is the business of with. Crystal and Gilbert Buchanan, your small business paramedic. And today, folks, we're going to have an amazing show. We've got a very special guest that's coming in later, which my co-host Crystal will talk about. But in the meantime, Crystal, how have you been? Oh, you know, this is July. So you know what that means, right? I have been crazy, crazy busy, Gilbert. And but it's been wonderful. The kids are we're doing some great stuff with the kids with biz camp and uh, and they're having a good time and uh, they're excited about starting their own uh business and 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 we're we're in the thick of things we are teaching how to put together that business pitch deck so you know all by itself that's uh interesting so today i covered um today i covered finance so oh uh, how to how I to love that product, how to calculate their um their contribution margin oh <laughs> i love that i love it <laughs> i can't wait to hear them present on that i know so they are excited at first though you know when you bring the financials in that's when everything comes to play the real deal right it is yeah. no joke this is we're in this to start a business and so it, it becomes a little interesting for them uh oh wait a minute i'm trying to get my my background right it, it becomes a little interesting because up until this point they have been um just kind of lollygagging around thinking that we're playing game, you know, that we're, mm -hmm. well, we're asking for the homework and right. the homework layers on top of the homework. Right. And there's, yeah. supposed to be, there's a reason for that. So they're not quite sure, you know, until I start talking about financials, then yeah. they're like, Oh wait, Miss Crystal real right now. Yeah, <laughs> what, yeah, what are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> yeah. This is for real. This is serious, man. <laughs> And I'm I'm glad I'm glad they're taking it seriously because as we know, many of our adult entrepreneurs, they really don't take the financial aspect of their business that seriously because they're thinking, ah, I don't need to worry about that. My bookkeeper will take care of it, or my accountant will take care of it. Uh-uh, that's not how it works. So these younger entrepreneurs, they they'll understand the value of that and the value of not commingling their funds. So I like right. that. <laughs> right, exactly. And so they 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 are they're excited. So tomorrow, uh today actually is sale day. Oh. So they're out there selling. And yep. because some of our the kids, you know, they don't have um a, a, a vast network or their parents don't have a vast network. So mm -hmm. um I have um I I'm setting up a sale day tomorrow at the park with the tennis kids. Oh, wow. That's and good. So the, there are four kids that are in the program that are from the tennis program. So I invited some of the other kids to come over and so they'll sell. But I told them, I said, all I'm doing is giving you the space. It's up to <laughs> you guys to get the people that are there to buy from you. So this yes. is where I see, this is where we get to see your selling skill sets. Right. And so you have to do what you need to do 
to make sure that uh, you get people to come um, and buy your to buy your product. So it should be That's fun great. tomorrow. So That's we should great. see. That's great. I love I love what you're doing with the kids, Crystal. Uh, thank you. You've, thank you've, you. You've, you've done such a phenomenal job with these young entrepreneurs over the years. And each year I see where things are getting much better and better. The kids, you're getting a larger, a larger pool of um, uh, uh, and, and, and enrollees in the program. So I really love that. And, you know, on top of that, you, you know, you're taking these guys to championship competition you know where you're they're they're they're, they're coming in first second and third position so uh -huh, i'm loving it uh -huh. and and uh so you know this week we took them to um a, a junior achievement finance park yes so, junior achievement and, and we haven't been able to do that since the pandemic because of the pandemic right so this yes. is our very first time doing it uh mm -hmm. since 20 because we went, we went virtual 2020. So 2019 yeah. was our last physical uh, in-person one. So the kids, you know, Finance Park is like taking a real life here, giving you your persona, your scenario. Yeah. You college, you got a degree, you got school loans, you got one child, you have a car, you got a mortgage, you got a car loan, you got all of that sort of stuff. And yeah. this is how much money you make. Now... We got to see oh. how we manage that money all throughout the day. I love it. So yeah. it's like it's like budgeting, right? It's I love budgeting. it. It's budgeting. And they're so funny because one of the kids said, oh, my God, I am going to apologize to my mother. Oh, you pay this much money every month? Cell phones cost $200 a month? <laughs> see, that's good. I like that, though, because it, it gives them the opportunity to see what type of expenses are included in the business and in the homes and how you got to juggle. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Love it. So that's what they did this week. That's the, this week. So uh, some of the parents went with us and they were like, Oh my God, I had no idea that it was going to be this. And yeah, this, this is the real deal. This yeah. is, this is, we want the kids because as business owners, they got to figure out how they're going to yeah. incorporate in um, their own expenses their own financial mm -hmm. uh, obligations in addition yeah. to um taking care of the business itself and using that profit in order to take care of themselves uh personally so and when you when you're when you're an entrepreneur um um income and expenses are two-dimensional because you have the income and expenses for the business that you got to manage. And then you got income expenses for your personal life where you right. got to manage that as well. So that right. is so great. That's so great that you're doing that. Yeah. So, so, you know, that's a little bit different when you, when you just learning about all this stuff, but they, they, you know, they get it like right away. Our adults really sometimes don't get it, but the kids yeah. like, Oh my yeah. God, I said, I uh, can't have no children yet. Not until I have <laughs> I love it. Business. <laughs> I love it. I love it. For those of you who are just tuning in, this is the Business Zone with Crystal, Coach Crystal and Coach Gilbert Buchanan. We're on every Friday from 3 to 4 if we have a special guest then we may extend it to 4.30, depending on how interesting that guest is. So 
today's guest, I'm sure is going to be super interesting. So we we will extend our, our show today. Yeah, we're on two continents today. We're <laughs> that, that's in, right. Canada and the United States and not Vancouver, not the west part of Canada. We went all the way to the east coast. <laughs> real deep, real deep. <laughs> so this so, is going to be fun. So it's going to be fun, folks. And for those of you, uh, we're, we're broadcast live on YouTube as well as on Facebook Live. You can go there and you can subscribe. And Crystal, tell them how they can subscribe to our so show. So you can go on over to our YouTube channel, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert, and click that subscribe button and you will get a notification every week when we come on. We have been on the air this year Six years? Six years, right? Six years, man. This is our anniversary month. Right. <laughs> July 7th. July 8th was when we, uh, 7th, I think, when we kicked off the show yeah. six years ago. And it's been going pretty strong. And uh, we're excited to be here. And we're excited to share our knowledge. And you guys literally get a... Um, uh, coaching from us. If you, any of you know us, have had, had us as your coach. So sometimes on the business zone, we actually do a coaching session. Uh, today though, we're going to, we're going to have a guest that's going to do a coaching session because she's a, she's a consultant and coach as well. And she uh, is a corporate tra uh, trainer as well as she specializes in business communication, which is so, so important uh, to the growth of your business. So there's so many pieces that go along with running a business it's not just having that product and folks just so you know uh in as our six year anniversary we have over two thousand shows that we've done so far and over 500 videos on youtube that you can check out so if you want to check out any of our past shows feel free to go to youtube and type the business zone with crystal gilbert and you'll see all kinds any topic you want you can put it in that search window and we've done a show on that so just check it out guys check it out yes check <laughs> it out yeah so so that's kind of what my week was like but i did have an opportunity last night um tanya mackie you know talking tanya oh mackie. yes She's oh yes wealth accelerator consultant out there yeah. and so she has a a group uh organization called um women worthy of wealth mm -hmm. and so i spoke last year for them and i talked about uh creating multiple revenue streams you know that's my thing right making sure you got enough money coming in and mm -hmm. i always tell financial people you know you, you you're a financial person comes up to you and they're like, oh, okay, you need to have insurance. You need to have all your, your, your risk management in place. Right. <laughs> and the people are like, I can't afford that. And so I told Tanya a long time ago, I said, Tanya, you know, what would make it even, what would make your business and your job easier is to help your, the people that you're marketing to your target market understand if they brought in more money, then they could purchase your products without with ease and they wouldn't mm -hmm. run from you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right? Because it's is when you come to them and you say, Oh, yes, you can afford, they're like, No, I can't. My budget doesn't say I can afford anything else. Yeah. So I told her. So she created this women's group and uh she has brought these women together and literally changed their financial uh a picture. So I love that. Several women have paid off their homes. 
some have bought homes, they've paid off their cars, they've created their emergency fund, they've created uh, one-year emergency funds, two-year emergency funds, they're traveling, and a lot of them have now, the last time I spoke, they, I think it was like three or four women that actually, Tanya said the next day, Crystal, they were already creating their new revenue stream. I love that. I love that. So that was, uh, and the last night I spoke on networking um to expand your 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 capacity and then where you could actually make money online with this now bigger broader network mm -hmm. and i showed them how they could make money and where they could go to make that money and uh how much money was being made actually digitally so oh, they were wow. thrilled and then we and a little bit i threw in a little cash flow at the oh, end for sure for sure for we sure. gotta <laughs> throw in some cash flow in there. <laughs> so, how, to, how to flow that cash that's man. right you man. Can't flow your cash that's it you dry up and you die so if you what, if you can't flow that cash in your business it's like not having good blood flow in your body okay <laughs> you gotta have that cash flow man <laughs> But you gotta add a cash, right? So yep, uh, showing yeah. them how to make the money, and you know, a lot of times that you, when you tell somebody they can do it online, they're like, "But I don't have the followers." Okay, well, let's eliminate that excuse and yep. let me show you how you build those followers. Yeah. So I do an exercise whenever I teach that, and I don't teach it often, but every now and then I have an opportunity to speak uh, on that. So I told everyone to go on to my Facebook page. And a lot of them did not know me. I said, yeah. go on my Facebook page, connect and to my Facebook page and see how many mutual contacts we have. Yeah. And they, they did, they like, what they said, I don't even know you. And I, we got 75 people in common. See, see <laughs> that's what I'm talking about, man. In, in business, you don't know what you don't know. <laughs> right. And she's like, how is that possible? I've never, until today, I've never even heard of you. We got 75 people in common. And then we had people like, um, uh, uh, Ardina was there. So Ardina and I got, you know, almost up, up close to 200 people in common. Wow. wow. <laughs> so, so that was interesting. They got a big kick out of that. I wonder if we did a, a, a match, Crystal, how many people together would be, we would have in common. I wonder how many, huh? Yeah, we probably, <laughs> well, we have a lot of people in common because we actually teach and train yes. the same people, right? So yes. we have a lot of people in common. But, um, and as we've been doing the show, we've actually got more people in common today than we probably yes. did when I first met you. Yes. When I first met you, we probably had... Well, we still had significant. I, I yeah. would say when I first met you, we might have had 25 people in common. But now mm -hmm. I got about 3,000 people on my Facebook page. And Ooh, I would imagine uh, <laughs> you, you, you but probably about 25% of that we probably have in common. That's true. That is true. That is true. <laughs> I think we should have Tanya Mackey back on this program as a guest so she can talk a little bit about those uh that, those programs. oh she would love to she would love yeah, to she I has think... really been making an impact and a change in these women's yeah. lives and they speak with more confidence because you know it, greg you know our greg our, our buddy always comes on and he says he helps you get in touch with your money to get to know what your money is doing that's right is. and he says and when you're more in touch with your money you're more in touch with yourself that's so, right yeah. become more familiar with your money okay <laughs> 
And for those of you who are out there listening today to this show, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert, you too, as an entrepreneur, can be on this show as a guest. Just give us a call or send us an email uh, to uh, Crystal. You'll put the, the email in the, in the chat, right? I will. And, I will. and you guys can just send us a, a, a request and we will have you on this show so you can speak about your business, you can promote your business, you can get interviewed by us, and you'll be able to share your information to the world because yeah. we're reaching the world right now. So this is a good thing for all of you entrepreneurs. And it's important that you take time out of, especially our small business owners, uh, it's so important that you take time out of your busy schedule and learn more about business so that you can make sure that you're on top of the things and not just working in your business, you're working on your business at the mm -hmm. same time. That yeah. is so important that most people um, work on their business and not um not in, they're working in their business and not on their business so so today crystal we have a new generation of women in business here uh we want to talk to her yeah so we're gonna what? bring on our guests <laughs> so, new generation of women just like i have noticed gilbert and you know women are your 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 business your favorite my um, target demographic right? your target <laughs> demographic and i have noticed that women take a different view at running their business of course it's oh, yeah. more emotionally connected oh, and yeah. um and they usually have a different purpose right generally yeah. to make sure that if they're in business for themselves they're taking they can have more time with their children mm -hmm. um and 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 be available for their children at the same time being uh -huh. able to contribute to their household so mm -hmm. a lot of times that's very important or sometimes men are in it just for the money um yeah. and the egos get caught up in it and yeah. so they're not quite um you know we build businesses for our family i think right. um or at least today's women are i think they have a different so you may have a different uh um thought well, process on that being a man well well, <laughs> well beside the fact that uh my women clients pay me on time and they, they they do what i ask them to do when i give them instructions to do certain things within their business they do it without challenging or questioning or fighting about it like many of my male customers but they also understand budgeting just like they do budgeting in the household you know they make a dollar stretch to take care of a lot of things in the household they do the same in business because many female entrepreneurs, only 4% of them are getting government contracts. Only 4% of them are getting business loans from a bank. And mm. only 7% of them are being invested by investors. So, you know, because of those things, they have to be creative. They have to make things work. So now you know why I'm drawn to that target demographic, right? I want to change and those numbers. True. I mean, if any of us, you know, we came from um, single parent. My, well, I came from a single family home, and my mom, boy, she could manage those dollars. Oh yeah, <laughs> the heck out of a coin. Oh yeah, <laughs> not a dollar, but a coin. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, you know what my mom used to be good at? Well, when we when we come home from school, there's no food there, right? She right. just goes. She just goes in the cupboard in the pantry, and she whips all kinds of stuff together no there's nothing in there but she whips some things together and before you know it, we got dinner i'm going what how do you do that i didn't see 
did the thing in a pantry. They do the same thing in business. They make they whip some things together and make it work. So right, exactly. It's like magic. It's like mom. Well, yeah, yeah. Mom magic, man. I'm so, telling um, you. And I see that magic with my with my women business on. Not to say that guys don't. Yeah. I'm just saying that women and uh, there's a new generation of women in business, especially yeah. our younger uh, our business owners. They're really coming um differently because a lot of them you know in my in our age group or my age group we spent we spent time in corporate america so we were kind of shaped by corporate america right but young women now are coming out of college they may do a a year or two working for somebody but Mm -hmm. other than that they out there on their own and they just doing some things and if they are working for someone they're working so that they can cover their expenses until they actually can work full-time in your business so that's that's what i'm just saying it's a different it's a different um mindset out there so um so with that, we're going to bring on this new generation of one of uh, uh, individuals um, in, in this new business world. And we have Greg that's online. So, Greg, hey, good to see you. Um, hey, Greg, so how you doing, sir? <laughs> with that, we're going to bring on our guest. And I am going to shift us a little bit so that we can um, we can get her on. There, there we, we go. go. <laughs> oh, I think I'm gonna do it that way. So, how are you, Miss Tanya Legant? Is that how you pronounce it? You can actually pl- pronounce it like the Lego blocks. So, Tanya Legault. Oh, okay. Legault. Okay. Legault. Well, Welcome well, to the business zone, Miss Tanya Legault. <laughs> thank you so, so happy much. To have you? She, Tanya comes all the way from Quebec, Canada. All right. <laughs> That's right, guys. That's right, guys. Our show is now being broadcast in another country, Canada. (laughs) Our friends up north. (laughs) Exactly. You are now the international business zone. Hey, there we go. I love it. I love it. The international business zone. I love it. We like it. So I was sharing with uh, Tanya that uh, I actually come from that. I not from Canada, but I was right on the cusp of Canada. I was born in Buffalo, New York. Born and raised in Buffalo, New York. So um, that was uh, there was a lot of Canadians in our in our city all the time. In fact, I think I have relatives that are married married to Canadian women. <laughs> and uh, yes, Greg, you do need your hat. <laughs> Welcome, Tanya. So tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do and how's it to live in Quebec? (laughs) (laughs) So thank you both, uh, Crystal and Gilbert, for having me. Uh, My name is Tanya. I am uh, based out of Montreal, Quebec, Canada, so East Coast represent on this call. I am born and raised in Montreal, so um, the the warmth of the summer is normal to us, and I can't say that the the winter is normal to us because I myself would love in California when it's super chilly here and there's snow <laughs> that cover the the front yard. Um, so. Um, My company is called Top Tier Consulting. I specialize in business uh, communication. And I just love what you guys were talking about uh, before 
the the call and it's that you know there's different areas to the business and the same thing goes with communication just like crystal teaches that financial like um literacy and that you gilbert you know will create that business infrastructure with communication we've got two aspects to it so you've got your internal communication where you're talking to your team talking to your colleagues flowing that information amongst everyone and then you've got your external communication where you're talking to these clients and you know <laughs> gilbert you talked about the the relationship that you have also with clients what's that um experience like is it pleasant doing business with your organization and so that in a nutshell is the realm of the work i do truly looking at communication from both sides essentially of the business you speak to your customers is not the way you will necessarily speak to your teammates However, it may be if you have like this kind of open door policy, you might be super candid and approachable to your clients and treat your staff and your team the same way. Mm, I love it. I love it. And especially <laughs> today, because I, I don't know what's happening in Canada, but I do know here in America, we have problems with employer-employee relations. Yes. And a lot of times it's because the employees are not feeling appreciated and the communication is more dictatorship versus we're here to help and work and, and grow the business together. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Yes. So um, how long have you been uh, the owner of Top Tier Consulting, Tanya? So it's a new venture. It's a post-pandemic enterprise. For mm. So for all the small business owners out there, I salute you. I am down there in the weeds with you in the <laughs> trenches, making our way into this entrepreneurial world. Uh, I started it this spring. So kind of grassrooting, it's uh, taking shape, kind of like that newborn child that, you know, is kind of aging into its face. <laughs> it's been a fabulous ride. Uh, Crystal talked about networking. Absolutely. Uh, even business of communication, I am definitely out there with everyone. So I fully support those initiatives from T. Um, it's a fabulous way to get on your business. Also, refine your sales pitch because to a multitude of individuals, you get to discover what what doesn't, what is landing ac accurately, what is not. You know, if you just a pointer for the people, if you're getting the deer in the headlights look, the pitch ain't working. <laughs> they ain't buying what you're selling. Uh, so that's where, you know, uh, communication is art because there's no magic formula. You have to voice. However, there are certain elements that you can easily implement to facilitate uh, that communication. Beautiful. So did you, um, were you working in this space prior to, um, what, what the was pandemic. the motivation to start your own business actually? Perfect. That's a great question. You know, that, that infamous why, uh, so as I <laughs> yeah, the why, 
uh, it's a post-pandemic business. So in Canada, uh, you know, we had those infamous lockdowns and curfews. And so a lot of organizations were not um, adapting their marketing for that pandemic world. We were still being recycled pre-pandemic marketing materials, things like, hey, come and join us with your family and have a great get-together. Are you kidding? Uh, so I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, they didn't get the memo. And so that didn't land well. There was no value in what they were advertising. And also, I would say it was almost like bad PR because if you can be empathetic to, you know, what we've experienced, which is a global pandemic, you're coming mm -hmm. off as a little bit selfish or ignorant. And, you know, to your point, Gilbert, you mentioned before, you don't know what you don't know and so accusation however if you are being mindful of that and you take awareness that oh maybe i should change my manners the world has changed then you can continue to add value to your customers acquire new ones etc so that was the first flag for this business creation and the second one was a little bit to what crystal mentioned before with the employee employer uh really in that a movement of the great resignation occurring and so you had firm we're hiring come work for us yet when you come to um, websites the career page is nowhere to be found on the career page if you find it buried under some links you have no idea what this organization offers uh it's and so you're there thinking why should I go work with you? And mentioning before, why not work for myself? And so it opened discussion for me. And I thought, well, if organizations, whether it's small with three employees or large with thousands of employees, perhaps mm -hmm. they ought to know how to interact with this post-pandemic work. So that's why I created mm -hmm. Top Tier Consulting because as the name Let's perform at our top level. You know, some organizations might be operating at 30% of their potential, perhaps 70, but definitely money is being left on the table and as Craig before, you gotta know how to manage your money. That's and right. so money on the table, let's grab it. You know, it's there for the taking. So by doing some small tweaks we're able to up to that a hundred percent and then who knows you might be 105 110 percent heck mm -hmm. even one beautiful momentum that you'll build right. he who knows how to count his own money gets <laughs> to keep it right <laughs> absolutely so do you think, um, Tanya, that, I mean, this, we are living in a new world and remote is going to be part of that new world, whether the old guard, you know, like it or not. But I know I read every single day how uh, more seasoned, older um, uh, company owners and, and CEOs and are having a real hard time with this. And they, they're, they're being very demanding on the, on the other side. They're not seeing, you're not going to connect with this new employee person who finds that remote work is actually more productive, more protective. 
Absolutely. It's a, a whole new dynamic. And you know what, Crystal? It's probably even amplified by already what exists existed in the workforce, which was the generations all operating and contributing to an organization at the same time. So already you had people with different upbringings, different experiences, different methods to working. And then you had the new blood coming in of, I was told this in college or parents brought me up in this manner. And so that also, you know, we were talking about employer-employee conflicts. However, sometimes there might be conflict in team due to these generational gaps. And then you all work on top of that. You add the technological learning curve, let's call it that, uh, in order to manage this remote work. And you get kind of this melting pot of frustration, disagreements, etc. And it becomes a little um, uh, slippery to navigate because you kind of don't know where you'll you don't know how to navigate this there's no kind of structure we just mm -hmm. have to come back to the basics you know how do you manage all these generations all this remote work well take a step back and these entrepreneurs these ceos that are having difficulty adjusting take the ceo hat off for one moment and recognize all the individuals in the organization are human beings and so as a human mm -hmm. do we want to have someone breathing down our neck not so much i have my own mouth right. and nose i can breathe on my own thank you very much mm -hmm. and, and then <laughs> you know you'll kind of develop that empathy to say um wow let me apply that golden rule would i want to be treated in this manner if the roles were reversed because mm -hmm. if you've been an entrepreneur for so long well or a, a business manager you might have lost sight what it's like to be in a level position or in that managerial position where you have a small team to manage that are confiding in you who are having hardships they've never faced before and so you can mm -hmm. get to a place of understanding because as um both of you were talking about before ego really gets in the way you know this whole attitude of I'm the boss. I will tell you what's right. However, mm -hmm. if the new kids on the block are saying, hey, for the technology, perhaps we should use this tool. Well, it, it might be a novelty for the business owner who is more seasoned, but accustomed to fake interactions. So just, you know, come together, have this exchange. It comes back to that candor. If we're having ego dictation, we're not going to go very far, except people are because they see that it's a a dead end road here. Just hop on to the next path that leads to much and greener pastures because that's the other side of things all around. And if this podcast is any indication, it is available internationally as well mm, mm, mm. that's right wow that's that right. is just such a mouthful <laughs> because you see that the old guard is just not it's like we want a global world we want to be futuristic but we still want to hold on or some of them want to hold on to techniques and strategies that no longer fit in this world that we live in yeah yeah absolutely so so
So Tanya, were you working for a large corporation before you entered into your own business? I was like you guys came out of school, worked within a um, enterprise and then got recruited by a large multinational, worked there for mm. several years, grew up in the corporate ladder, taking on more responsibility, managing teams. And that was okay, you know, as you're navigating life, learning these different lessons, acquiring experience. And then at a certain point, I hit a wall because you develop your own uh, talent, you, you sharpen your skills, and you, you mm -hmm. gain some confidence about the prof professional you are. And then when you're being told, oh, you have to dial that down on that skill. We don't need that skill so much. Yeah. We need this skill, which is not yeah. in your wheelhouse. But yeah. all of a sudden, given the international competition, you need to sell sell anything when I'm dealing with recruitment or onboarding or, uh, you know, something a little more on the soft skillsness. Yeah. And so I thought, you know what, I'm kind of tired of this song and dance. We'll see if there's another song playing elsewhere. And so I joined the <laughs> public <laughs> Another song that you can dance to, right? I love that. You gotta keep it, you know? That's what it was all about. And so oh, I joined the public So complete, you know, 180 because uh, here you're talking government, you're talking academic institutions, you're talking also like high um, level impact. You know, if you work at a hospital, there is serious, and if you don't do your work correctly, someone's life is legit, perhaps in uh, jeopardy. And now, or if the communication is not on point, right? Right. If the like communication is, is not on point, especially, <laughs> especially in a hospital, right? <laughs> certainly, certainly, certainly. So we just even got more international, Gilbert. We now have a young lady that's visiting Tanya from Kenya. From Kenya. Uh, welcome. <laughs> welcome. We are saluting uh, Algona. <laughs> Algona, welcome. Hello, <laughs> I love Algona. It. How are you? Welcome to the business zone. <laughs> so wonderful for her to join us. We are dealing with a lot of time differences here. So Algona can actually project us into the future because she practically in a Saturday as this point so, <laughs> just share with everyone that hey it, tomorrow's a great day Falgona is here with us to tell us that i love it i love it wow now, well, welcome Falgona. now tell me this uh tanya so in your business as uh you deal with communication do you write uh materials such as um uh what do you call it? press conferences press releases or do you just put communication materials together so teams can work more effectively together that's a great question thank you so much um gilbert for asking because you're right communication is so vast yeah. the area lies in because there i'm giving a shout out to the copywriters their attitude of them they are highly skilled and so I felt that marker 
where I felt there yes. was a need was in the strategy, in the mm -hmm. approach, in the intention and the before writing anything out. What is the reflection that is going on in these organizations to create that fabulous content? Because sometimes mm -hmm. after dunning, uh, after doing, pardon me, <laughs> some uh, research earlier this year, not every enterprise is releasing content that seemed like it had, you know, a thought had been applied to it. And so yes. that's where I come in. The strategy, making mm -hmm. sure we've got a game plan for the mm -hmm. execution that's to come afterwards. Mm -hmm. Because what's the point of implementing these uh, social media campaigns and these blog posts if there's not like, as Crystal was saying before, that why behind yeah. Yeah. yeah, you know, if I'm on a bunch, let's make sure all my content is aligned with that product. I shouldn't be talking about climate change and, uh, you know, the heat wave that we are all getting with the new fashion from the fall collection. I'm talking about <laughs> a product. Yeah. Right. Now, do do you also do you also um, write standard operating procedures for organizations? Uh, I haven't done that yet however i wouldn't be opposed what i've done so far um gilbert is for example advise a company on the structure of their pipeline management how uh -huh. are you going to prospects then if mm -hmm. you you do uh sign that call you onboard them uh, how, how do you mm -hmm. welcome them to your organization and ultimately what is that over arching client experience it's mm -hmm. often like a trajectory trajectory it's almost as if a trip within their organization because in order to learn all the need to travel them myself and the business leader or the team whoever wants to improve um, their process or their the end customer and so once you navigate all that you can personalize the recommendations the strategies the frameworks the processes and you know, Gilbert, we're not reinventing because it comes down to certain fundamental errors. Sometimes the fundamentals for them to be valuable in a small organization or a larger uh, company tweaked a little bit. I mean, we all yeah. know about the infamous spaghetti sauce. Do we all eat the yeah. same one? No. Yeah. Adjusted, adjusted to its taste, its traditions. And that's kind of my approach to communication because I also use organizations to lose their voice because right. the unique and relatable. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's good. Yeah, that's pretty awesome. Uh, yes. and, and, you know, it, when we look at people trying to adjust to to a post-pandemic so many companies are having that difficult time it's like um sewing is foreseeing into the future making some very critical thinking processes right but then i look at companies you know the airlines right they you know had no idea that after everyone's been cooped up for three years that all of a sudden they're going to want to travel uh, why not? <laughs> All right. <laughs> exactly. So, one of the things that we were doing during the like 2021 
was 2020, we dealt with the lockdown. Toward the beginning and the end of 2020 and the 2021, now our focus must be on what's going to happen post-pandemic. Mm-hmm. We have to be looking at the future. And so I think a lot of folks, big corporations especially, didn't do that. Po- what's post-pandemic look like? <laughs> right, right, right. But, but you know what's amazing, um, uh, Tanya? Crystal and I have been pre teaching uh, preparation to be, be prepared uh, for the longest time ever since we launched uh, our, our podcast. Well, actually, it was a radio show when we first launched it back in, I think, 2016. Uh, we've been preaching preparation. You know, if you, if, you, if you stay ready, you don't need to get ready. So that's what we've been, we've been uh, preaching and promoting. And then the pandemic hits. And then all of a sudden, many of our clients start seeing that, oh, my God, I should have been listening to them. I should have been preparing myself because now when the <laughs> pandemic hit and over 400,000 minority businesses go out and small businesses go out of business, then they're thinking, OK, how can I sustain myself? Well, the government, they've got grants, they've got loans, but they're asking for certain documents, which they didn't have in place. So now they're seeing why preparation is so good. And that's what you do. You help them to prepare when it comes to communication, uh, to be more effective in their organization and also in their business. So that's that's just amazing. Yeah. That's pretty well said, Gilbert. I, I couldn't have said it better myself. <laughs> communication skills. <laughs> so what's the... Well, what's your future plans for top tier consulting? So now uh, it's kind of in line with what we were talking about. What does this new world look like now with post pandemic? Uh, you know, what were big concerns? People's health, people's finances. And all of a sudden people are waking up, as Gilbert said, of, oh, gosh, I really have to go and address this. So now what's next is supporting uh, these professionals that deliver these services. We talked about and how crucial they were and still mm-hmm. are right now, uh, given incredible pandemic. And so for me, what I'm focusing on right now is uh, supporting financial advisors, supporting realtors, highly solicited right now. I don't know if the um, California market is as hot as the Montreal market, but homes are selling like it's hotcakes. Right. What's your average uh, cost of homes in um, Montreal? Uh, I would tell you right now we are half a million, maybe quarter of a million. And, you know, that might be like pocket change. We were circling the the quarter. So you've doubled and tripled the the value of homes, you know, in the area where I I am precisely, the homes went up 40%. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, We we have. We have closets for sale for three million dollars. <laughs> that's, that's what I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say that a three hundred square foot house costs you a million and a half. <laughs> wow. Unbelievable! Unbelievable! You know, one of the 
Go ahead, Crystal. In fact, you know, our young people, you know, I was talking to some young people, some interns that are doing some work with us um, when we we're at Junior Achievement. And I was like, basically, if you're under the age, you know, you got out of college, you probably not going to be living with your parents for a long time. So because even rents, our rents are outrageous. I don't know about your home. I mean, the homes, but how's your rents? Because our rents are about you know, almost 40 to 50% of one's, no, actually about 45% of one salary here. Yeah. Oh my. Yeah. Okay. For us here, rent, well, it's more expensive to rent than it is. To, so I have yeah. relatives oh. that are renters and they pay easily $400 more for a month yeah. to rent a dope than it costs me to pay pay the mortgage of my home. Yes. And so, you know, you guys were talking about managers before. The big issue with us, and if this can, again, beautiful small businesses thrive, it's putting aside, you know, planning for the future because the um, big issue for us is the cash down. People don't funds in order to get Mm -hmm that loan in Mm. order to property and so they are left to rent at a higher cost because they have the liquidity of the monthly income coming they can pay that off but they don't have the savings behind them to go well one of the things one of the things that we've been um, talking about a lot on this show the business zone crystal and i crystal and gilbert is the fact that Many of our entrepreneurs, they've been renting a facility for years, so 20 years. They've been paying rent in their business for 20 years, and then a certain thing occur, like a pandemic, or the owner decide, hey, I don't want you here anymore, and they sell the building. Now this small business has to relocate. So if you look at the rent they've been paying for 20 years, if they could have taken that, that rent and purchased a building, and then with that building, uh, we uh, in in the U.S. we've got the SBA Small Business Administration, who will offset their loans. They have loans. They call it a 504 loan, and that 504 loan would be funding that the SBA guarantees to a lender. That means, as a small business, if let's say the the, the property costs five hundred thousand, half a million, right? You can, per, you can purchase that building and then you rent out half of that building to your to other tenants. And then that tenant helped to pay the mortgage on your 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 mm-hmm. property. So you you are required to occupy 51% of the building and the tenant will occupy 49%. But the way it is set up. If you do it well, you can have that that tenant paying your your mortgage while you're living easy. You know, you're not paying anything as rent. You see what I mean? So that's the thing we've been trying to promote on this show a lot to many of our entrepreneurs. Just thinking differently, thinking out of the box. And I feel as we've been talking about thinking what the future looks like and how do we navigate and strategize with what we have, right? In order to increase that. And yeah. if I can just and I circle, think, well, go, go ahead, ahead, Crystal. 
I, and what we're doing right here is awesome because now we're talking to someone in a different country that we literally can do business with each other because yeah. of the fact that we have, we can digitally connect with one another right now. Yes. So yes. that was not possible, you know, years, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, yeah. interacting, doing international business was a lot right. more challenging right. than it is today. So to some extent, the, the pandemic, it was a monster. It was a horrible thing because people died and people got displaced. But it's also a good thing because it helped a lot of us to start rethinking the entrepreneurial game. It started helping us to look at business differently because now you, you and I and Crystal, we're talking now, which we probably wouldn't be talking if there wasn't a pandemic because we would be on, on the air doing our radio show as we did before, and you probably would be running your business somewhere else. But look at this. The pandemic brought us together. Now we're talking about strategies, system, processes, and how we can make this work. Absolutely. And what I appreciate with the pandemic is it made it socially acceptable and socially practiced yes. to question everything and rethink yes. it and really take a moment to reflect and say, hmm, is this the best idea? Is this what I want to do uh, or yeah. should I do it differently? And so I, I think it also removed the taboo venturing out, starting that uh, small business, becoming an yeah. entrepreneur. It, it also, yeah. I think, removed a part of the fear of being an entrepreneur because now yeah. so many people were perhaps on furlough or unfortunately completely laid off. Yeah. To turn around and, you know, find a source of income. And talking, you want those multiple streams of income. And so I believe that universal feeling of we are in this together kind of made mm -hmm. it easier for people to, to, to step out and start theirs. And I, I just wanted to add to what we were discussing prior when, Bert, you know, having, um, a commercial space out partially to another um, business owner or something of the nature if you're taking mm -hmm. and you know as we're saying we're we're designing the future here yeah. if you're a realtor for example your your office space however with remote work you sharing the space some of the teams at home some is in-house and then you kind of uh, come to the office on different days so you have a portion that's free. Why not, through the use of networking, collaborate with a mortgage broker or an insurance? Mm, I love that. That could occupy the rest of your space. And so right away, you've got referral on. You've got a tenant that you can collaborate with and who gets your world also. And then you're creating that synergy and this community where your customers, if I come back to that more experience, your customers will buy a home with you. You are onboarding them to the mortgage lender or the insurance broker. And then you are truly accompanying them through that, if we're talking about a home, that major life purchase. And then you are leaving their way. 
Yes, I like that. I like that idea. See, I like this, the way you think. Tyler. Yeah, this is, this is what happens when you bring great entrepreneurial minds together. You know, we come up with so many great solutions for small businesses. I want to put this out there for you, though, Tanya. So I, I have a system that I created. I developed over the years for the last 14 years. I've been working on developing it. It's launched. It's out there. It's helping small businesses now. It's called Small Biz Pro. It's a cloud-based back office system that helps small businesses to become more organized where all their paperwork is in one place. They can access it in six seconds or less. They can also do assessments on their business to see how ready they are. Business readiness assessment, loan readiness assessment, and contract readiness, even nonprofit readiness assessment. So here's what I'm going to do for you as being such a wonderful guest on our show. And I'm going to gift it to you. So I put the link in the chat. It's called www. Crystal just popped it up on the screen. This is a homepage. It's www.smallbizpro.net slash join. So when you click on that link, it will take you to the site and you can go ahead and register and check it out. But you can walk through it. This will allow you to do it for 10 days. And if you're interested, you let me know and I'll, I'll give you at least two years uh, uh, free to use this thing. I want to also extend this to Falgona as being one of our international listeners, Falgona. You also, if you're an entrepreneur, you have access to this system as well. So you can use it to run and manage your small business. So in the chat, there is that link, www.smallbizpro.net slash join. So it so it does a back office. You could you're able to upload all your documentation, all of the for running your business uh, in the back office. Gilbert, you probably could share and go right to it. Yes. Um, so I, I, I want to sharing. You share. Yeah, I want to go to a video real quickly to show you guys how this works. So okay. let me let me take you there real quickly. And then I'll share it. It's with an you. awesome product that he has. It it really and, and uh, the client can take an assessment to find out where their compliances are and what they're lacking, and whether or not they are a business ready. And then it gives them a, a percentage, and then it lets them know the areas that they're lacking in. Excellent, excellent. So I'm going to share this right now, so you and the world can see this amazing platform. So, Crystal, you got to guide me again. You got to guide so go me again, the, Crystal. Go through the little share screen, the second one past the video camera. This this one right here? Uh-huh. Okay. Click it. All right. So, there. I clicked on and it. And then make sure you click the sound down at the very bottom so that we'll get the sound. Yeah, I did that, too. So, I don't see. Uh... Oh, there we go. There we the go. Window. There we go. And... Is that it? No, you got to select the one where, um, no, you've, you selected us. <laughs> so oh. you need to go back and select that first, just like you do on Zoom. Okay. So the entire screen, there we go. We do and share. one should be the screen that will pop, pop up. up. Oh, I don't know what's going on here. What's going on? You want to send it over to me? Yeah, just you know what you could do. Uh, just go to uh, YouTube and type smallbizpro.net. Uh, okay. No, no, just do smallbizpro in the search window for YouTube, 
And okay. then you'll you'll see the lady and the, the, the man on there talking about where's your paperwork? <laughs> I'll bring it up, uh, Tanya. So we everyone. I love it. it. And as Crystal yeah. does that, I just want to thank you, Gilbert, for your wonderful generosity. I love the international expansion that Small Biz Pro is taking. That, that's that's right. <laughs> And I mean, not only north, but it's moving across uh, the ocean. To Kenya, to Kenya and South Africa, Nigeria. <laughs> I love it. I love it. And now the only um, struggle or, or, or challenge is, well, which way will it go? Will it go by the Pacific or will it go by the Atlantic? <laughs> Given that it's remote, we don't need to answer that question. Because it, it, it will be both. It will be both. <laughs> it will be bi-coastal. Like bi, bi it will be bi-coastal. Yeah, bi-continental. So it's the one with the uh, with the lady on the front that says small biz pro uh, entrepreneurs and, and all that. And the, pa the paperwork, the one about paper, her and the guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right, got it. Okay. There, there you, you go. go. That's that's can't find your paperwork. Where's your business license? Where's your capability statement? Do you have your balance sheet? And where are your certifications? Are you even business ready? Hello. This is Larry. What's up? Larry is a general contractor. Small business owners like him misplace or lose their paperwork daily, or perhaps they just never had it in the first place, which ends up costing small businesses in excess of $500 million each year. 90% of bid applications or proposals submitted by small businesses get declined each year by contract providers. Meanwhile, 8 out of 10 small business borrowers are declined weekly by lenders, partly because many of these applicants don't have the required paperwork in place. Their financial ratios fall below the required threshold or they are deemed non-compliant and not bankable. That is why Small Biz Pro, the number one cloud-based business management, procurement and market research assistance platform, was created to help small business owners, entrepreneurs and nonprofits set up and manage their back office efficiently. This dynamic tool helps small businesses become more prepared and organized much better than their competitors. Now they can start winning business deals, contracts, and grants, which before was out of reach. Small Biz Pro, your paperwork is only two seconds away at your fingertips, accessible by using your smartphone, tablet, or a laptop to retrieve them while on the go. Small Biz Pro automatically prepares and organizes your small business or nonprofit so that your firm will become business ready, bank loan ready, certification ready, grant ready, and contract ready. Small Biz Pro, remember, if you stay ready, you don't need to get ready. What are you waiting for? Oh, oh yeah! yeah. <laughs> So our motto is we're when they, and when you take the assessment, then our goal is to turn your business no's into business yeses. That's right. That's right. So yeah. if a if a small business is approaching business, they're not quite sure if they're ready, if they have all the documents they need to run their business. They take this assessment, they get a score. And based on that, you, you got to score a hundred percent to be ready. If you score anything less than that, then whatever is less than the, the no answers, those are the no's we're going to work on with you. We're going to help you to convert them into yeses. So that's what we do here at the Business Zone.
I love it, uh, Gil. I say so myself. You are bringing companies to the top tier of three. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. That's exactly what I'm talking about. So see, this is a symbiotic relationship here, Tanya. Right. Exactly. I just wanted to point out, given that I am uh, from Canada, I mentioned that, um, you know, the um, supplier programs available to the small uh, businesses, minorities, is really readily available uh, to us in those groups. However, if they're not prepared, again, leaving money on the table. So your tool yep. is fantastic for that. They're truly empowering in a simple manner uh, yeah. these businesses to go grab those government contracts and if they won't, or just make that positive client impression well that's where this teaming comes into place where top tier and the business zone will be teaming together so we can reach those small women-owned and minority businesses in canada to help them <laughs> using small Biz pro right <laughs> right exactly i love it I love yeah. it. It's, it's awesome, awesome. And I just love the way she thinks because that's yes. how and I think we're very futuristic, <laughs> but we're we're also very realistic and we use our critical thinking skills to say, okay, you here in America, one of the things, and as Gilbert mentioned, that we were very aware that our businesses were not ready. They were not business ready. They definitely weren't bank loan ready or any contract mm -hmm. ready either. Um, and so we've been working in that space, but it was just sad that we actually, and I'm not sure what happened in Canada, but we lost about 440,000 businesses yeah. as a result of they shuttered forever because they were just hanging on board by a string pre-pandemic. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and they weren't managing their back offices. They weren't managing their finances or any financial structures and everything was kind of weak. The foundation was weak. And yes. so when the pandemic came through, it just wiped them out uh, mm -hmm. like, like a little bit like a tornado or a hurricane yeah, yeah. <laughs> or a tsunami, actually. And exactly. Right. Or if you were in Canada, this massive just burying. <laughs> No. <laughs> so, no, so no one believes me that when I lived in Buffalo, that we got snow, obviously, uh, almost nine months out of the year. And I believe you. Yeah, I believe you, 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 were, you, were, you were up in the, up in that northern. In Binghamton. Uh, in Binghamton. Uh, so there was one snowstorm we received, we got, I think, and it covered, it went all the way up to our second floor window. Yes, and yes. that was how we had to come out the house. Through the window. Through the window, because <laughs> you couldn't come out through the bottom. When my mother told us we were moving to California, I was elated. I was ecstatic. I said, you mean I never have to put on snowsuits ever again in life? <laughs> <laughs> All of you guys have to manage now is the June of gloom. That's it. <laughs> that's it. That's it. Although when I did get here, I actually start skiing, so I did put my <laughs> I did don back on my snowsuit. Um, and I've skied in Canada, but on the, on the West Coast, Vancouver, Black Home, all of those areas. I absolutely love, love skiing it. in in Canada in Western Canada. Um, 
So, but it was different because I didn't have to live in it. I didn't have to drive in it. I didn't That's have to work the difference. It. When you're fed up, you come back to the sun. Yes. <laughs> yes. But, but I would not have paid. Would, for me, living in, in Buffalo and growing up in Buffalo was an amazing experience. So it is who I am based upon uh, how I grew up. But, you know, as a teenager, I was out here with the beach. <laughs> <laughs> so... So that diverse background, it gives us that experience to when we're launching our entrepreneurship businesses, it's like, hey, we're getting a little ex experience from here, there, and sprinkling it, and bam, you get this amazing mm -hmm. program that we've got here. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Have you been to, to Canada? Well, I'm sure you've been to the United States, uh, New York on that East Coast. California as well, and let me tell you, when it's very chill, like, oh, uh, a lot of people will um, move down to Florida for the winter months if they live in the oh, okay. Quebec province. However, I'm like, no, we're not going south. We're going to go west to California <laughs> and enjoy also the food. You know, it, there, there's so much fresh uh, foods over there. And I feel you guys are very progressive of where... Montrealers would want to go in terms of food choices and oh, yeah. etc. And so I hear, I hear there's a lot of Jamaicans in Montreal. So you got that are. Jamaican food there going are. on. There. You can find Jamaican <laughs> patties, Creole food. It's, it's very multicultural. So yes. you know when you're talking about minority-owned businesses, um, there are a, a number in um in montreal because you've got different ethnic groups uh yeah. represented different languages i think like any great large city you've got pockets of communities or mm -hmm. sometimes you know there's like a a linguistic um uh, tie amongst yeah. all these individuals yeah. and so you can learn a lot if you navigate these great pockets yes. um, so each place has its own offering, but I definitely encourage people to visit Montreal in the summer months because as Crystal mentioned, <laughs> when you get to October, you might be surprised with <laughs> some snow in April in the ground, so don't even bother. Yeah. Yeah, um, and, and Halloween when I lived in in Buffalo was a snowsuit with a costume over top of it. <laughs> <laughs> Every Halloween, Halloween is like notorious for winter is coming, and <laughs> then you would like prepare for. Sometimes it's snowing, sleeting, raining. It's really so, um, you know kind of calm evening. There's always feeling to the Halloween night. <laughs> right, exactly. All, that's what I remember. And I remember having snow in Buffalo all the way up to June sometimes. It oh, was just, uh, we, we literally had July, August, September. After that, that was it. That was our three months of wet, nice weather, right? <laughs> <laughs> and, and sometimes it didn't really come into August. <laughs> Luke, I hear you on that. Uh, and then you're amazing. like, okay, but you know, least in here. <laughs> right, that's exactly. amazing. So Tanya, how, how do people get a hold of you? How do they contact Top Tier Consulting? Is there a website, phone number, email that you want to Absolutely. So them? the website is indeed www.toptier.com. Console.ca because in Canada, 
Uh, there is um, a book a meeting uh, link that you can access. It's a complimentary meeting with yours truly. There is a contact page if you have a specific question that you'd love for me or my team to address. Um, you'll also find some um, content from the YouTube page that is Talk to Your Consulting. Also, I have a caption with uh, some videos to help those entrepreneurs kind of boost that business within six days. So each day, a new lesson for those different functional areas of the enterprise. And so I would love to hear from uh, your beautiful community and take this business zone international. All right. So, so it's, it's www.toptierconsult.ca, right? Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. I, I just put it in the, in the chat, folks. So and if you, you want to reach... And you YouTube channel? Yes. Correct. Correct. By the okay. same day. Well, I am so uh, happy you reached out to us because uh, you've just, you're wonderful. I just absolutely love She's you. She's phenomenal. You, you are. I'm so happy that you reached out to us to be a guest on the community briefing. Well, this isn't well, going to be the last. audience. It's your listeners that told me, hey, listen to this great podcast with Crystal and Gilbert. They take on guest speakers. You should apply. I'm like, oh. Okay. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so a big shout out so, to uh, so <laughs> the audience. So thank you for I that. Love She's it. the one who brought us together. I love it. I love yeah, it. Catherine so is amazing. I, I met, she. Uh, she I was teaching a class for the New Women's Business Center. And she was she was uh, um, on that as a guest, and then I she she was so amazing. She reached out to me on LinkedIn, and we started to connect. And I did some consulting with her, and so yeah, she's amazing exactly. with her language program, her language business. So exactly, exactly. Just so, just so you know, Tanya, this is not our relationship is not over because we really want to tap into those small businesses in Canada. So we want to work with you in partnership with you because you are more familiar with many of them. So what we'd like to do, the business zone, Crystal and Gilbert, working with you in concert to reach those businesses so we can share this great platform that we just did, Small Biz Pro, along with other services that Crystal provides. Because Crystal is just, an I call her the ninja, the ninja accountant right she just gets in there and she does forensics on on your books and she make, she brings results so i would love for us to team up and help those small businesses achieve their their objectives absolutely i would be delighted as you said gilbert full synergy that came together today and so we will uh, let that beautiful momentum down we will propulse it to continue to conquer and aid all these small businesses world that's right and, and it appears that our, it doesn't really matter whether you're in this country or any other country the the the, the needs are the exact same yeah entrepreneurship is human you know yes yeah. entrepreneurship is on entrepreneurship and wherever you go so we want to make because we even have a fellow over there in kenya she she is probably uh, experiencing some of the same things over there and you know maybe we can provide some solutions for her small business and many of the other small yeah. businesses in our community so 
So going out, please and, and I, feel free to contact us and uh, we can help you out too. And I do know that when we look at small businesses today, um, and even if we look at the way larger organizations and corporations operate, they are already global. So for small businesses, um, we have to become global. And so the pathways have been opened for us and we should definitely venture out there. Uh, it's a lot easier than it used to, as I said earlier, uh, to be able to reach out to someone on LinkedIn or, or where have you or YouTube and say, wow, I, hey, can, what can we do? Can we do business together? So I think uh, we have to take advantage of that and create those revenue, multiple revenue streams and relationships in other countries to expand our businesses. Exactly. Absolutely. And add, Crystal, the currency difference uh, at times can be lucrative for those small businesses because, for example, I'll take if a Canadian purchases uh, services from Australia. They actually save money, but Australians are not losing money because in their currency, it's their livelihood. We're paying them their desired rate. But for the Canadian, given that currency, they are saving uh, by encouraging international entrepreneurs. So that's one way to also cut costs, but not compromise on quality and increase the international scope of your organization, whether it's small or large. I like that. I like it. I, I love like it. Wow, amazing. I just like the way you it, put words it, together. It, it, <laughs> you see how she thinks? I love the way she thinks. I know. She thinks, she thinks just like an amazing entrepreneur, man. <laughs> so so you just you just entered the space when in 2020 or 2021? The 2022 imagine oh, that. 2022 look at that <laughs> well yeah. we're we're gonna definitely work with you tanya and um uh, what we'd like to do um after this show uh maybe uh, you know next week or the week after we'd like to all three of us just do a sit down and uh you know kind of see what your needs are what is it you need from us and and then we look at what you can look at what we need from you and we can work together make this thing happen I love it. I would be delighted. Awesome. Well, I am going to be connecting with you on LinkedIn and all of your social media, and I hope you do the same as well. Absolutely. Over to the and, you know, we encourage the community to connect as well. All are welcome. All are welcome. Exactly. And if you have any more Canadian colleagues that would love to be on the show, then reach out and yes. let's see what we can make this expand, expand this, this, our partnerships. But um, yeah, because again, we brought so much value to, yes. to the business world. So right. the show broadcast live on, on, as we're speaking now is on Facebook and YouTube, but afterwards I take it and I upload it to a podcast, a, a pod, uh, casting platform. So it goes over 10, over 15 different channels, iTunes, um, uh, Google, um, Android, all, uh, I, everywhere. And so it will be heard world internationally, worldwide, globally. And just so, just so you know, Tanya, uh, many small businesses, they rely on government contracts. So they try to do business with the government, the city, the county, the state or federal government. But we can also do business among each other, other small businesses. So we would love to have many of our small business doing business with other small business in Canada and vice versa, Canadian small businesses 
doing business with some of our businesses here. Of course, of course, yeah. definitely. Well, it's been a pleasure, my dear, and I am just so thrilled that you reached out. And I hope uh, 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 Greg says I had three commas calls, so you guys will meet. Oh, so we have a, a friend of ours, and he also co-hosts another podcast that I do on during the week. I do a, another podcast called The Community Briefing. So Greg is a, my co-host on that show. So he always tunes in and he's our resident financial literacy expert. <laughs> so he didn't get to join us as much. He had some a client calls today, but he did say earlier that he, his business would not track 100% with Canadian business law. And uh, he said he thought Quebec operated differently than other prov providences. Is that true? Well, it's the, um, the language barrier sometimes will cause some hardships for uh, enterprises wanting to enter the market. If I can use an American example, Target, that was one, not a, a large challenge that they had to face, but it kind of had to do with them exiting uh, the Canadian market so shortly after entering because especially in Quebec, there is a law that puts French language above English, unfortunately, oh, I see. American okay. companies. And so if you have a product that you sell, you have to now in bilingual label in order to enter wow. this market. I see. So it so can when be they for product base, however, service base might be a whole different ballpark because if I approach you on a one-to-one -one uh, basis and you speak English, you have no issue French content or not. Yeah, yeah. So maybe that was too costly for Target to do the translation and conversion in French. So that's probably why they exited, huh? And also, uh, I believe the border might have been a, an issue because you have to have all your paperwork. You need to be business ready and compliance yeah, ready. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, yep, small that. businesses take it from Target. Do not make the Now, Quebec is the only one. Toronto doesn't necessarily have that same. No, the, the thing is, you know, Quebec is truly that unique market. It's kind of like the black sheep of Canada. However, if you operate in the other provinces, even in the Maritimes, you'll do very well with English, even if uh, Toronto, New Brunswick, they'll have the French language as well. But Quebec is the one that really has embedded language in its laws. So that's why it makes it trickier. So, and Greg, it, Greg, go ahead, Crystal. No, that's ahead. what I was going to ask. So, is Quebec French different for, than European French? It is. So, uh, um, a Parisian or French from France person would think that my, my French is subpar because France is the first French speaking, and then Quebec was like the second nation to speak uh, French. So, there's kind of this, this, um, perception that our French is not as refined, it's not as um, eloquent. And so um, that might be where, you know, that dichotomy occurs. However, I've been to France, I can be understood. They just know 
know that I'm not from France or because of our accent. And then I see uh, Greg is asking if I like the infamous poutine. <laughs> and, uh, a resident of Montreal can truly say they're Montrealer if they don't love poutine. But in my defense, it has been revolutionized quite a bit. So it's not just fries, gravy, and cheese curds. Now you can get like um, duck confit on there. You can make it into a pizza. And I'm thinking, what is this fusion? It's a great <laughs> wink to our beautiful call today where we are fusing uh, cultures and countries together. So it, 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 exactly, Greg said it well, gourmet poutine. <laughs> <laughs> Greg, uh, uh, Greg is from New York. He, he grew up in Brooklyn. <laughs> I'm sure the so poutine has fallen to the New York State area because with the amount of people that go to Plattsburgh, he would say, uh, "Am I in Canada yet?" Because there's so much French language, I, I can't, I can't bear it. Um, but uh, yes. Um, so, uh, so, okay, so, so Tanya, sorry, sorry, Crystal. That's okay. So, uh, so. Go ahead, go ahead. Crystal. No, go ahead. Go ahead. I, I was just going to ask Tanya if um, the French in Quebec, is it, are you familiar with uh, the Jamaican patois, right? The language patois? Are you familiar with that? Not okay. too much. However, I do know that some of the words in um, patois, even Creole, they, they'll, they'll mimic very well with the, the French, well, the right. Quebec. French. Right. So so I'm just wondering if the language in Quebec, since they're saying it's not authentic French, like, you know, French. So I'm wondering if it's like um, a broken language, like a, um, uh, how do you say? We're Creole in, in Louisiana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not refined. Yeah. They, they got intertwined with the Spanish and all that yeah. when, they, when they came to Louisiana during uh, yeah. uh, the slavery time. Kind of like a colloquial. Yeah, colloquial language. Right. And I I would imagine the same thing is in Haiti. The same thing yes. is in, um, in some in of the New Orleans, islands yeah, that were yeah. conquered by the French. They developed their own French Mar language. <laughs> Martinique. Is that the same thing in Quebec? Is it like a broken French it could be like it depends on where you travel in the uh, area uh if you go more north more rural they'll have expressions that in the city you kind of look at them going what are you talking about rubbers we're not making tupperwares here or, or uh, things of the nature and for them it's an expression of well this is um uh tires and i'm like but tires are tire is a, a, a right, you know, material a material to me. Uh, so I guess the difference could be, you know, since we do speak English, it could be a difference between like American English or North American English, English mm -hmm. from Britain or from yeah. um, uh, uh, even Australia. You know, Australia is yeah. more the the accent, but in Britain, a boot is the car trunk. Well, yeah, a boot yeah. here is, you know, what you were talking about <laughs> before, Crystal, of those things you put on your feet with people, you know? <laughs> so, the, the so, King's English so, versus the American English. <laughs> so, Tanya, English. so, Tanya, how do you say 
You're watching the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert in Quebec French. How do you say okay. it? Go ahead. I would say vous écoutez la avec Gilbert et Crystal. I love it. I love it. <laughs> We're going to have to record you saying that so we can use it in our promotion. That's well, for our international crowd, we might yeah. have voiceover and we'll ask Catherine yes. to do the Spanish one. Yes. Yeah, that yes. would be awesome. I have a girlfriend that's uh, Cuban. She speaks a fluent Spanish. When I was in high school, before I came out here, those I took um, the languages I took was uh, French, which I did from middle school all the way up to when I left in high school. Couldn't get it here in in Los Angeles at the school I went to, but I was very fluent in reading it. I didn't I didn't have anyone to speak it. So I didn't ever really adopt the, the the right accent, but for a long time I could read it, and I would read uh, French uh, novels uh, because of that. Um, what happened? <laughs> Greg, Greg said she probably just cursed you out, and you don't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> That's our. This is our court gesture. <laughs> Spanish is the predominant uh, uh, other language is spoken in, yeah. in California Absolutely. on the West side. So I lost it, but I do watch a lot of international movies so that I can still practice it. And, 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 and get that. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's been a, such a joy having you Tanya on the business zone. This is just amazing. And before we sign out, we just want you to say it again that you are watching the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. <laughs> la zone d'affaires avec Gilbert et Crystal. All right. <laughs> I love it. I and love Greg it. signed off with I speak of Brooklyn. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah. So, yeah. So I've had an international day today. Au revoir. That's what Greg said. Au revoir. That's all you got. Au revoir. That's what he said. Au revoir. He's hilarious. He's hilarious. Well, folks, for those of you who've been tuning in to the Business Zone today, you can tell we're having a blast here with a wonderful guest. Tanya Legal from Top Tier Consulting. And this is, you're, you're on the business zone with Crystal and Gilbert. We're on every Friday from three to four. And again, if we have a guest on the show and the guest is interesting, like Tanya is today, <laughs> well, then we'll, we'll extend it until 4.30 and you guys can tune in as well. So Crystal, you want to tell them how they can... Uh, Go ahead and subscribe to the program. So go on over to our YouTube channel, The Business Zone with Crystal and Gilbert, and click that subscribe button. Uh, guys, we want to monetize our channel, so please uh, help us grow our numbers. And uh, we want to bring out a merchant line of turning your business no's into yeses. So we need your support on that. So go on over to the YouTube, to our YouTube channel and also check us out on Facebook. So with that, guys, we are going to sign off. We're going to tell Miss Tanya it has been an amazing joy having you on the show. And we look forward to our continued relationship and having you back on the show uh, as well. And, and uh, with that, guys, we are signing off. And Mr. Gregory Sneed, thank you, Mr. <laughs> Court Jester, for being who you are. <laughs> Right, exactly. With your Brooklyn French. <laughs> so we are out, guys, and we'll see you again next week at three o'clock next Friday at three. And uh we want to say bye to Miss Tanya and bye also bye to the program itself. So we're out. All right, bye. -bye. As a small biz pro, I saw we roll Using procurement, program and control As a small biz pro, I saw we grow Using procurement, program and control I'm a business man, yes I'm an entrepreneur